You're listening to the Dibbly Dobbly Podcast. Remember to like, share, comment, subscribe, and click the bell to make sure you get the latest episodes of the podcast. Be sure to like and share our Facebook page and follow us on Twitter and on Instagram. Hi everyone and welcome back to another episode of the Dibbly Dobbly Podcast. On today's episode of the podcast, we summarise day two of the Third Ashes Test between Australia and England from the MCG. It's the Dibbly Dobbly Podcast and let's get started. Let's have a look at the session-by-session breakdown of day two of the third Ashes Test from the MCG. In the first session of play, saw night watchman Nathan Lyon go, and he was the first wicket to fall for Australia today on day two. He was going for 10, caught Butler, bowled Robinson, then Labuschagne soon followed him for one. Caught Root, bowled Wood, and Smith was the last wicket to go before lunch, out for 16, bowled Anderson. Australia at lunch were four for 131. In the second session of play, saw Harrison Head brought up the... 50 partnership for the fifth wicket, and then soon after that was brought up, Travis Head soon got out for 27, caught Root, bowled Robinson, Head and Harris added 61 runs for the fifth wicket partnership, and Marcus Harris was the last wicket to fall for Australia before T, he was gone for 76, caught Root, bowled Anderson, Australia at T was 6 for 200, in the third and final session of the day's play, saw Cameron Green, the first wicket to go for Australia after T, he was gone for 17, LBW to Leach, then Kerry for 19, caught Butler, bowled Stokes. Then Cummins for 21, caught Hamid, bowled Anderson. And Bolan was the last Australian wicket to fall. For six, caught Crawley, bowled Wood. Australia bowled out for 267 with a lead of 82 runs. England, in their second innings, lost early wickets. Crawley went for five, caught Kerry, bowled Stark. Milan for a duck, LBW to Stark. And Hamid soon followed for seven, caught Kerry, bowled Bolan. And Leach, the night watchman was gone for a duck, bowled by Bolan. England at stumps are 4 for 31. They trail by 51 runs. Root, 12 not out. And Stokes, 2 not out. That is the session-by-session breakdown of day two of the third Ashes Test from the MCG. What are my thoughts on the day? I thought it was a great day of Test Match Cricket. I thought we had a good contest between the bat and the ball. And I thought both teams fought hard with both bat and ball throughout the whole day. So it was a great day of Test Match Cricket. And the highlight for me of the day was Australia's bowling in that final hour of the day's play was outstanding. And we'll talk about that a little bit later. But let's talk about Australia's uh, day, how they went about things today. Uh, What do we think about their performance today? Um, I thought Australia, they will be disappointed with their batting today. Um, I thought they would have liked to get a, a bigger lead. Then 82 runs. In the end, they were bowled out for 267 and got a lead of 82 runs, which was a good lead. 82 runs is a handy lead in the first innings. Um, A lot of batsmen got starts but didn't convert them. Obviously, Australia would have liked to bat it out the whole day and get a very big lead. Unfortunately, that didn't happen. But an 82-run lead, as I said before, is a good lead. They would have liked 100-plus or more, but they will take 82 runs. and, And at the moment, that's proven to be a good lead obviously, because they've got England four down for 31 in their second innings. So 82 runs, those vital runs in the end from the tail enders uh, has really uh, set up Australia nicely in this test match. And I thought those partnerships from the lower order and the tail enders, Kerry and Green, 27 for the seventh wicket, Kerry and Cummins, 12 for the eighth wicket, Stark and Cummins for the 34 runs for the ninth wicket, and Stark and Bolan, 14 for the 10th wicket partnerships, were all handy runs for Australia in getting that lead up to 82 runs. 
And I thought they did extremely well to contribute and get those runs for Australia. I thought Marcus Harris batted well today. He was under a bit of pressure. Uh, batted well for his 76 of 189 balls. Uh, he will be a bit disappointed that he didn't quite get the century. But at the same time, it was an important innings that he played today. Um, and certainly this innings will probably cement him in the, in the side. Definitely for the next test and um, probably for the last test. But for Harris, hopefully he can build off this innings and hopefully he can get that century in test match cricket. Um, but it was good innings from him today. Um, I thought he batted well. Uh, led the way for Australia in their innings today on day two. So disappointing for him that he didn't get the century, but hopefully he can build off this, as I said before, and hopefully get that maiden test century. Um, the highlight today for Australia was their bowling in that final session of the day's play, in that final hour, uh, was outstanding. I thought they bowled superbly. They kept the pressure on England. England's batsmen were under pressure, obviously, after what happened in the first innings and obviously what's happened in the series thus far with their batting. It hasn't been that great. So they were under tremendous pressure. And uh, I thought Australia absolutely bowled superbly. Um, obviously, Mitchell Stark got the ball rolling, uh, getting rid of Crawley and Milan in consecutive deliveries. And obviously, nearly Joe Root, he nearly got him out for the hat-trick ball, and the ball just missed the edge of the bat by the barest of margins, to quote Ian Smith, by the barest of margins, and um, would have had a hat-trick, and it would have been amazing. But to get those two wickets really set the tone for Australia, and I thought Pat Cummins followed that good work up at the other end. Um, despite not taking a wicket, Pat Cummins always challenging the batsman, plays and misses from the England batsman, he was up and about. He was bowling good pace. The skipper leading from the front and really leading by example as well. So I thought he bowled well. But Scott Boland, what a way for him to debut, obviously, here in, at the MCG's home ground on Boxing Day, to come out in this high-pressure situation where the match is on a knife edge and to come out and take two wickets under that sort of pressure was outstanding. Uh the wicket he got rid of Hamid was brilliant. Caught behind for seven he got rid of Hamid for. Um, and then he got rid of the night watchman, Jack Leach, bowled for a, go uh, bowled for a duck, I should say. Um, those two wickets were very crucial uh, for Australia towards the end of the day's play. And that was some some good bowling from Boland. Obviously, in his only over that he bowled um, in that period, he took two wickets for one run. And that was outstanding bowling from from Scott Boland. That's why Australia have picked him in this test team and also for this test match here at the MCG. And he's repaying the selectors' faith in him. And it was an outstanding display of bowling from Scott Boland. And what a way to, to finish off the day for Australia. And um, they're in control of this test match now, all thanks to that superb spell of bowling from Stark, Cummins and Boland at the end of the day's play. In that final hour in that final session of the day's play to really uh, kick England where it really hurts the most. And uh, they've just sucked all the energy out of England after they had a pretty good display with the ball early on. Um, that was the killer blow. And you think now, Australia, they've got one hand firmly on that urn. They could have both hands on the urn uh, very shortly. Uh, they're in a dominant position at this present time. So overall, a brilliant day for Australia uh, to finish on. Um, for England, 
I thought they bowled well today. I thought they showed a lot of fight and courage with the ball. Um, I thought James Anderson was to stand out with the ball today, taking four wickets for 33 with 10 maidens going at one at over. 23 overs he bowled. The veteran, he keeps doing it, James Anderson. I thought he led from the front and led by example. Um, Robinson did well for his two wickets along with Wood. I thought he bowled good pace, Mark Wood, throughout the whole innings. Um, once again, reliable for England. I don't know why they didn't play him in Adelaide. He was definitely hurrying up the uh, Australian batsmen in this test here in, in Melbourne. Uh, ben Stokes did okay for his one wicket. So did Leach. So I think it was a very good team effort with the ball from England. But all that hard work from England uh, with the ball, trying to get England back into this match. Obviously, the odds of them getting back into the match were very slim. But at least they showed some fight and courage with the ball. And that's the main thing. Um, and obviously, their length was, was good as well. They pitched the ball up fuller creating the chances. With that being said, all the hard work with the ball has completely been wasted because their batting again has let them down. Um, losing four wickets before the end of play for 31 runs, still trailing by 51 runs behind Australia on the first innings. Um, it just shows how terrible England's batsmen are. And it was a poor performance with their batting today in that little period just before stunts where Australia were on the attack England's batsmen they crumbled under pressure again and um, and now it's going to be hard work for England to try and set Australia a reasonable target to chase down in the last innings because you're four down for 31 you still trail by 51 runs lots of pressure on England and I don't see them setting Australia a big target to chase down in the last innings um just sums up their batting. It sums up their tour. Um, inconsistent. Nothing's gone to plan. Nothing's gone right. And for England, it was a good effort with the ball today, but the batting performance let them down yet again. What can we expect from both teams heading into day three? Australia will be looking to take early wickets and look to bowl England out for a cheap score in their second innings and look to chase down a low target in their second innings. England will be looking to try and get these 51 runs, wipe that out, and to start building the lead from scratch and set Australia a reasonable target to chase in the second innings. But losing four early wickets in their second innings will make that task harder for England. And if they don't show any fight or resilience with the bat, then it could get ugly for England on day three and they could be staring down a very heavy defeat here at the MCG. Well, that's all the time we have for this episode. Be sure to subscribe and click the bell to get the latest episodes of the podcast and like and share our Facebook page and follow us on Twitter and on Instagram. Until next time, keep safe and bye for now.